in the past we have spent a lot of time on on the plumbing and the foundational stuff so making sure that the lights are on in this new world with SaaS and composable architectures we can truly focus on business outcomes and make our clients successful and that's a huge step forward for us and for our the technology vendors that we work with like Sidecore. Welcome to the award-winning Valtech Cafe series. I'm Tizzy Philp, and in this special episode, we're getting front row seats to listen to Tom Derrida, CTO of Sitecore, and Alka von Erk, Group CTO here at Valtech, discussing the very latest industry developments. We'll get to hear the details around Sitecore's latest acquisitions and what those changes mean for businesses, and more generally, how we're seeing enterprises reorganizing their tech stacks to help them solve modern business challenges. Unusually, I'm stepping out of the host seat for this episode and handing over to my colleague, Stephen Singh, to guide the conversation. So Stephen, it's over to you. Thank you, Tizzy. I'm Stephen Singh, and I'm Group Senior Vice President of Technology, leading our Sitecore practice globally. And as you mentioned, Tizzy, Sitecore have acquired three businesses, being 451, Boxer, and Moosen recently. But before we go into the details of these acquisitions and what they mean, Alka, let's maybe start with setting the scene around the terminology about composable architecture. I think these are complex times and businesses across sectors have challenges around customer experience expectations, whether it be commercial offerings, channel agnostic, connected experiences, or simply just uh, being responsive enough. These challenges are the basis for needing a new approach, aren't they? So what do you really mean by a composable architecture? Yeah, sure. And thank you. So let me first start with the business challenge. In the end, look, our clients are more and more looking for flexibility. As we say as Valtech, we have to prepare our clients for the unknown. So we have to be able to adapt and respond to ever-changing needs from our customers, but also from the environment around us faster and faster every day. So I think, and at the same time, the technology landscape becomes more and more complex because we integrate more and more different touch points. So the, the faster need for change combined with a, let's say, more complex technology landscape sets the stage or the scene for composable architecture, a concept where it becomes easier to switch out a part of the technology stack that you're using. So moving away from one big technology stack in toward, towards more small components from a technology perspective so that you can easily swap those components whenever there's a need for change. Yeah, and I think companies today, big enterprises are so heavily invested that just doing a replatform is, is not really an option. So Alka, what characterizes the products that are, are used for these composable architectures? I think there are a few concepts that drive this. So the first, of course, is headless. The second one is API first and or microservice. Those three elements from a technology perspective drive this composable architecture movement. Because it enables you to bind things together and stitch things together as you need. Yes. So, Tom, hi and welcome. Hey, Stephen. When we think about the existing cycle structure and uh, people uh, might wonder how a, a leading uh, digital experience platform provider fits into this conversation with the 
20 years of, of legacy of Sitecore, but as I mentioned in the, the intro that some key changes I announced recently. Uh, can you tell a little bit more about what that means for you as a business and and also what that means for, for clients? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So first of all, I want to say something about the DXP or digital experience. So Sitecore is a DXP system. And uh, as we all know, the rocks of a digital experience system are content management at first, but also orchestration and extensibility, sometimes even augmented with uh, commerce. And so at Sitecore, we're known for our original stack based on XM and XP. Two years ago, we've purchased ContentFib, which is a SaaS content management system. And now we've just purchased two other companies to complete our vision of a DXP. And so we've chosen to do this in a modular way. So to be used individually in a composable architecture. So each of these services can actually be bought and used and integrated individually. So the two acquisitions that we've announced are Box Ever, uh, which is a real-time decisioning and personalization service, and then 451, which is a headless B2B and B2C commerce solution. Both of these are SaaS API-first microservices apps, and so they work very well in our new architecture. But not only with the SaaS services that we deliver, but also on-prem. So you can use these uh, new services also with your on-prem install or managed cloud install of Sitecore. So next to the acquisitions, we've also built something totally new, which is called Experience Edge. And for us, this is a SaaS solution that is a distributed headless content solution with a GraphQL endpoint. And so you can push content from Content Hub to Experience Edge, or you can push layout from your on-prem XM also to Experience Edge, rendering the need of CDs void. So uh, this is pretty cool because this is where usually the tough part starts when you have to build a global site that is responsive and that can deal with a lot of high concurrency origin requests, or maybe even as your Jamstack data provider, this is what we try to solve for you in SaaS. So that's the, the third service that, we're, that we've just announced. So we believe this, this actually brings a lot of flexibility into the Sitecore platform. It brings hybrid options to the table. Like I said, you can, you can compose the architecture by using some of the on-prem parts, but also by just using BoxEver, for example. You don't need to be a Sitecore customer to use BoxEver. You can, you can just use it as a standalone service, also with Managed Cloud, also with Content Hub. So, so we believe that this, this is the way that we want to bridge the old and the new world together and enabling you to achieve the transformation to SaaS at your own pace, right? We, we totally agree that this shouldn't be something that you do in a week. This could be a process over many years where you swap out services for another service as you feel fit. Yeah, and, and based on the needs that you have, you can gradually transition into the modern technology stack. Yeah, absolutely. I think... Okay, I'd like to break this conversation into two sections because there are clear benefits for enterprises from a business perspective to look at these composable architectures and applying them. But let's talk a little bit more about the practicalities of such a technical approach. What does this setup mean for your teams, uh, for your organization? And what do you need to do to make this work? Yeah, sure. So first of all, I think this this approach allows for a gradual change from the existing stack where our clients have heavily invested in their existing stack 
towards a composable future. And you can do that slowly. So that also allows for a slow transition of the team that you have. And at a slow pace, the team needs to transform to understand that new stack. So de-silo, so less silos, where the team truly works together as a multidisciplinary team, where a bit of the of the, the complexity moves to the to the front end and where you orchestrate all those services coming together. And that's where you also need to invest as a client, but also we as an agency need to invest in, let's say, building those capabilities in those teams. For example, uh, Conway's law about how teams sort of uh, build things uh, that reflect the organizational structure that they're in. If you flip that around, you need to build an organizational structure that meets the concept of a composable architecture uh, to prevent building new monoliths out of that composable architecture. Yeah, and that's one of the biggest risks, I think, out there that existing teams will do the same with new technology. So that's also why it's, I think it's important that you do this transition slowly as a company to really build and learn and, and, and having a learning cycle you will fail in that learning cycle a bit and then based on those learnings improve again and do that slow transition towards the new composable architecture yeah and understanding how that actually operates uh, or how you operate a system within that architecture and i think i guess that also changed the game from a customer success point of view so tom i guess this is not only about technology it's also about managing the customer success yeah, so transformation to SaaS as a product company, because I can speak to that, coming from boxed software, moving to a SaaS solution, it's it's not just uh, now we've put it in the cloud, now we're SaaS. No, this happens across all departments inside Sitecore. It's, it's a sales effort, it's a marketing effort, it's a support effort, but it really com- comes down to actually having a different attitude towards your customer. And so, so this is true. That's why uh, customer success is going to play a bigger role into this, right? So customer expect in SaaS to be uh, addressing their success every single minute, not just once every three years when the renewal is up. So that's why Sitecore is currently revamping the customer success department. So to make sure that we listen and act. And so it's not just about escalations and that you can call somebody if something is wrong, but this goes hand in hand with our new approach to materials, not only business case or white paper discussions or blog posts, but also code examples and integration examples that we will put on our Git. So we believe all of this is customer success to make our customers successful. So obviously we cannot do this on our own, right? Sitecore's partners have always played a big role in the success of Sitecore and in the success of both our customers. And so uh, we should actually maybe call it partner success instead of just customer success or partner and customer success. I certainly think it's a, a three-tier uh, discussion. It's a side call together with the partner, ensuring that there is success for the customer in the end. And I think how could that partnership with, with Sitecore is very long-lasting, and we've had a lot of uh, success together. How do you see this transition to SaaS in terms of our partner relationship? Yeah, so, so we have a very long-lasting partnership. And I think for us, this transition to SaaS from Sitecore makes our partnership even stronger because looking at the future, it drives for the both of us that we focus more on the business outcome for our clients and that will lead to more success from our clients and that will drive our partnership. 
yeah, so Sitecore will deliver the platform that is operating. We don't need to worry about that. We only need to worry about addressing the business challenges the client is asking us to help them with. Yeah, I think that's for us, for the future, that's a very important step. In the past, we have spent a lot of time on on the plumbing and the foundational stuff. So making sure that the lights are on. In this new world with SaaS and composable architectures, we can truly focus on business outcomes and make our clients successful. And that's a huge step forward for us and for our the technology vendors that we work with, like Sidecore. Tom, what is your take on that? Where, where do you see the partnerships going? And, and what does that mean for existing and, and new clients? In the last years, when, when Sidecore started announcing the roadmap to SaaS, I've heard a lot of partners saying, yeah, we're done, right? Sidecore is moving to SaaS. Everything is going to be point and click. Well, there's nothing for us that we can do. On the contrary, I would say, right? So, so I think there's actually much more opportunity, right? People or customers don't buy SaaS because of SaaS. They buy SaaS because they don't want to worry about how it's hosted. They don't want to worry about the upgrades. That's why people buy, buy SaaS. But for partners... As Auke said, understanding the business case obviously becomes much more important than just hosting something. Choosing the right architecture is where you can have added value. Configuring the services, integrating them in a composable architecture. And yes, you can still code in SaaS. Not everything is point and click. Sidecore is, is investing very hard in DevEx in SaaS and not just the APIs and the SDKs around it, but also the possibility to inject custom code inside the pipeline uh, that will still be possible it will be abstracted and it will actually be upgrade safe so uh, we hear you and we will make sure that you guys can still do whatever you need to do and make the customer successful even if we're running this this in SaaS. yeah so i think the new composable architectures brings a lot of flexibility and the ability to adopt quickly many business users are wondering how these different components in the architecture will actually impact their way of working so how are you addressing that tom yeah because it's true uh, our dxp is headless at first and so people may think so now what now we have all of these json endpoints and okay we have an api gateway to talk to these but what about the ui because this is what business people expect they expect to see all of this coming together in a ui not just the authoring ui or the administration ui but also at the front end when you're stitching together these services at the front end how will this all work and how will, will this all look and and how do we solve this from a technology perspective so at sitecore uh, we solve the back-end part with uh, what we call federated ui and so this is a a portal system that allows you to plug in ui components that talk to different services and also talk to each other inside the ui by using a, a message bus inside the browser. So this, this certainly solves for having a, a headless microservices structure underneath and still having one UI. Obviously, we also have single sign-on to solve all that. And something even more interesting that we don't see a lot when we look at Sitecore implementations is asynchronous message buses to integrate those services. We always talk about APIs and SDKs, but we sometimes forget about uh, async messaging. And so that's also something we have available in our SaaS platform, the ability to actually push messages, not just over webhooks, but with queues and buses uh, to make these systems talk to each other. And I think this is a great concept because this concept brings, let's say, the business perspective of a composable architecture, which, which is more like a composable UI together with a 
technology perspective on a composable architecture, like me, like a technology guy thinking about APIs and microservices that you stitch together. And this concept of Sidecore brings that together from both perspectives. Yeah, I think that sounds like you will have some interesting work ahead of you at Sidecore, Tom, in the coming period. It does sound like that, yes. But things are available today, right? So you can buy Box Ever today. You can buy into uh, 451 today. Content Hub is available today. So so we're taking you on a journey. We're not asking you, hey, this is the great plan. Now you have to wait 24 months until it's available. No, it's available today. And we're just working and continue working on it in the coming years. And we want to take you with us. We look forward to that. Auke and Tom, thanks for talking today. I look forward to see what the future brings for us. Thank you. Thanks, Stephen. You've been listening to the Valtec Cafe podcast series. We hope you've enjoyed this special one-off episode. And if you'd like to know any more from us about the Valtec and Sitecore partnership or about how that partnership can support you and your business, then why not get in touch with us at valtech.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>